This is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, the podcast for podcasters. Stories told by everyday people as well as longtime professionals. Join a member of the APS team as they discuss the crazy world of podcasting. The only catch? We only speak to fellow podcasters. We will bring you the origin stories, the greatest hits, learning experiences, and the future goals of podcasts of all shapes and sizes. If you're listening to this, hopefully it will inspire you to start your own podcast, or it will inspire you to keep going and give you ideas on how to make your podcast better. If you have a podcast and want to be a guest on the show, please reach out to us at info at APSpodcast.com for more details. Welcome Welcome to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. Now let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. I am your host again this week, Will Tarashuk, founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solution. Seems like I do a lot of these, but I guess I should. That's kind of my job. I am very excited because this week I'm going back to my roots talking about movies with people I went to college with. So I am joined by... Justin Chesney, who is the host of the Pitch This podcast, along with his co-host, Adam Stark, two Hofstra alumni. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Justin, it's great to catch up with you. We had plenty of classes together. Yeah, Um, thanks, Will. I think I I was really happy. I was really happy that you introduced. I thought you were introducing Adam as Adam Stark, too, as in like the second one. Uh, because we did we did have an original Adam Stark, and he wasn't good enough, so we had to fire him for the podcast. We workshopped oh, it. It didn't work out. That's fine. Oh, God. Well, guys, um, so you guys, uh, your podcast is called Pitch This, where you are here to have some fun, make some weird ideas for your listeners to question your existence with. Uh, you talk about the happenings in the entertainment industry, play some games, but more importantly, present to the audience a classic show or film, and maybe even video games with a completely new premise or genre. So how did that come to be? Uh, first off, just to pitch this name, um, how, how you got that, where you got the idea, and just tell me about your show. Um, whoever wants to jump in first, Justin, let's start with you. So I'll talk about, I'll talk about the name, um, and then Adam, Adam can talk about conceptualization. Um, we, <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll throw in that uh, Adam and I had wanted to do a podcast for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I met this guy at college. He was he was pretty all right. And I said, uh, hey, oh, I think thanks. our voices would be like, okay, together. And he was like, yeah, I guess. Who are you again? Get out of my room at 6 a.m. Um, and then so we started coming up with the concept of the idea. It was over two years ago now. Um, but the name, I specifically remember uh, being on the subway and just would have like a like a notes app open. This is back when I had an iP- uh, iPhone, um, and just like a list of just I don't, Adam, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't have. Do you remember any of the names that I pitched to you? I was like, uh, Adam. Keep, one of them was like Adam yeah. and Jay for an hour a day or something like that. It was <laughs> it was not great. It was no. like you know in the middle of jobs. I was like, oh, fuck, like what's what could be a fun like catchy name? And it, there must have been fifteen to twenty of them that we have written down. I don't remember how we actually decided on pitch this, other than just we were like, yeah, that's the one, and uh, <laughs> and we made right. graphics and we had you know so on and so forth. Okay, here's the list. I, I just found it. On, no freaking um, way. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, let's hear it. Throw them out. <laughs> um, here's, here's a good one that really well encompasses our show and our mission. It's okay. called Adam and Justin Do a Thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should stop there. Um, we got A and J for a half hour a day uh, today, not a day, two day, just just today, and oh, we never do the right. podcast again. Right. We're um, like, we had to say that because then you know we'd be doing an episode every single day. And that was just would have been way too fucking much. And that's when we thought that we somehow could manage what we wanted to do within a half hour show. Another <laughs> very far fetched um, endeavor. Um, we have look at this podcast. Another very <laughs> specific one. Um, pitch this, um, which is stupid. Oh, that one's pretty shitty. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, we had first pitch of the game, which I feel <laughs> you like we you don't talk sports though. <laughs> Correct. No, not at all. No, not love at all. It. Love it. I think <laughs> I think there was one time I was watching sports and um one of our guests looked over because I was what I just had on like as we were recording, like in the background, I think it was tennis, and he called it some uh she called it some white people shit. So um yeah. We yeah, it's safe to say we don't I mean here's the thing, Adam and I are pretty big sports fans, mm-hmm. but um yeah, we don't we don't really do sports, so I don't know why I thought that would have been a good one. <laughs> Um, we got pitch, please, which I, it's not, it's not terrible. You know, it rolls off the tongue. Um, I think the punniest podcast I ever interviewed was you dad me at hello. It was like these, these two dads who talk pop culture and a lot of wrestling. So we got along just great. I, great. I love, I love a good dad joke, but pitch, please. And it had to be taken. Yeah. This- that was the other thing too, is we had to, we had to check and make sure that some of the big ones weren't, uh, weren't taken already i think there was another pitch this right but it was only like it it was called like the pitch or something and like they yeah they it was a short-lived idea which gave me a lot of fear for our pitch list because i was like is this gonna pan out or is it gonna be another floating twitter account that had action for about uh, a month and two days um uh just to condense the the highlights of this list we have podcast and chill mm-hmm. um i like this one cinephiles and a crocodile i don't think we had the budget for the crocodile which is why we didn't go with that one uh, that was the big thing we couldn't afford the crocodile i liked this one variety joes because it i mean it kind of was a variety show uh it, it still is originally right? originally no, yeah it's very interesting because like when i'm listening to your show mike you guys do so many things in one hour it really is like a variety show because you got like your whole yeah. screenwriting thing the history of the shows and then like the mini games it's just yeah a variety that's it's definitely a variety show, which is impressive. But I love this. I didn't. I forgot about this, Justin. And it makes. Mm. If anyone's listened to our season two finale, um, we have "What If," a media podcast smorgasbord. Did we really? Was but that you really it we "What If"? Out? Yeah. Holy shit! Um, that's so funny. And- uh, well, I don't. I don't know how <laughs> familiar are you. Caught up on like you know? I don't know the Marvel TV shows. And no, stuff. like I mean, I I okay. so I mean, so fun, fun fact. Okay, they're not bad movies. Like by any stretch of the imagination, every Marvel movie like ever made is in fact a good movie. But after the first Avengers in 2012, I checked out. I was just like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need any more. And then he proceeded to make 15 more. And I've seen most, if not all of them. But and I'm like, yeah, they're great movies. But it's like, I'm not first in line to go and see them. But I'm not stupid enough to say they're stupid. You know what I mean? If you did, then we'd be talking. We'd have, we would need to book a second hour for this show. <laughs> yeah, you, you, would have, you would have been like, sorry, we're going to have to come on again next <laughs> Like I, I think I think I caught Endgame. I, okay, I didn't see any of them in theaters. The only one I actually saw in theaters Damn. was like the first Iron Man, um, Spider Man, the first one, uh, 
not Homecoming, the one before that, the first one. Uh, of Spider-Man's Homecoming, yeah. Homecoming, okay. So Homecoming with uh, with uh, Tom Holland. Yep. And then I yeah. saw Black Black Panther because, of course, I had to see Black Panther in theaters. Yeah. But, like, other than that, I didn't see any of them in theaters. All right. And that's, that's fair. We, so what we were saying is uh, why that's funny. So there's a new series out right now. Loki, called, yeah. What, uh, what If. Uh, what If, so the, right. Our last, our last episode is about Loki, but the idea with What If is it's, you know, all these different basically fan fictions of you know different uh characters from the comics right so like you know what if there was a zombie apocalypse in the marvel universe like what if you know uh, uh steve rogers wasn't captain america like things like that yeah yeah um so one of the things we kind of talked about in our last script um which was arguably the most self-indulgent script yes uh, we've ever done and yeah. I, I'll, I'll take the blame for that i wrote it um but like <laughs> we uh but you know, it's it's uh, our podcast is basically the same thing. Is where you know we like we take these shows. Um, like one of the first ideas that uh, that we had, and Adam Adam wrote the script for it was uh, Finding Nemo as a film noir. Um, <laughs> I highly uh, recommend it. It's two part, two parter. We it, I wrote it is a two part. Two-parter, it's two episodes. So check it out. That, um, and that's 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 already released. Or is that coming in season three? Oh, that's that, out. That, that's that was out. That, that I, was in. That was in season one, and I will say, you know, we go back into our older episodes, and it's definitely, um, you know, we've come a long way since then. I think Adam will agree with me uh, with oh, yeah. just how the show is run and the quality and everything. So, you know, it's it's tough, I think, for me to go back and listen to certain episodes because, mm. you know, I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. man, we've come so far. Mm. But there's still a lot of great and funny moments from especially, like, you know, scripts like that, uh, you know, and also uh, familiar names that you might know, like Nick, uh, Nick Jacobino comes on a lot. Uh, and um, uh, I got a Brett and uh, Proto just came on for the last. I don't know if you know uh, Nick, Nick Proto or not. Um, if, they, if they're if like I know like if they were, if they're in WRHU, I knew them. So let me let me let me kick back to Hofstra a little bit now. Oh wait, before you go there, I have one more to cap off all these names. The best oh, okay. one. Go ahead. Better be really close. It's Justin. You should be so proud. Um, I podcasted my pants. Carry on. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> why the hell did we even all right anyway continue will sorry <laughs> so back back in school what were you guys as majors because you guys do the writing yourself um i was journalism and we were all in the school of comms so that could have meant literally anything yeah justin what was what was your major well i was actually i was an acting major i was uh i was in the um the school of theater okay. um so i was a bfa performance uh major for four years um and uh, yeah, I I don't know if you want me to elaborate on that at all, but that's, well, that's... what 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 are you doing now? That's a follow up question. Since graduating, what what have you been up to? We have yeah, we haven't so, talked really since graduation. I'm embarrassed really, to say yeah. that's true. No, no, I mean, listen, that's you know that's life too. You know, we all we all get busy with things. But um, I, well, I lived in New York for a few years after graduation. I was performing in a few uh, th uh, theatrical performances out there. Um, and it was really great, um, but I decided I wanted to work more in film and television. Um, mm. And so I moved out last year out to Los Angeles. So I, I live out here now uh, in Adam's home. Technically, we switched because he's from Los Angeles. Yeah, he, and he kicked my parents out of their house. Uh -huh. it's he, my house I don't now. know where they are. I still don't know where my parents are. And not going to tell you. Uh, all right. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Now I'm now I, I still act and I do that stuff, but I'm also uh, pursuing to try and become a screenwriter as well. Okay. Um, for for uh, you know screen. Well, let me tell you, I'm wow. glad you started a podcast because I mean 
it's it's something you better put on your resume. I mean, it's something I tell anybody I interview. Even like if what they do podcast about has nothing to do with their job, I'm like, you better put that on your resume. Because like I've been podcast, I started podcasting my sophomore year at Hofstra, um, and every single job interview I've ever had, they ask me about the podcast I put on my resume, hmm. guaranteed. So Adam, uh, what did you what did you major in, and what have you been doing since? Um, so I majored in uh, television production mm-hmm. at Hofstra. Um, at first, it was a um, Bachelor of Science, I think it was. Uh, then I switched to a BA, making room for a minor in philosophy because I was so full of myself. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Um, but I, since then, have been working because I'm originally from uh, Los Angeles, like Justin said, but I've since then uh, stayed in New York, um, been working in New York City um, at a at uh a A B C. So I've been working at ABC. Yeah. Um and I'm still at ABC, so it's great. Um so I'm doing the pod we've been doing the podcast on the side um kind of for what two two years now, right, Justin? Basically. Uh yeah, over two years. Over two years, yeah. Uh, I think I think we talked about it somewhere around episode 45, 46, I feel like Mm -hmm. uh, we hit that two year mark. Um which was a, a crazy feeling, you know. Um I mean we did take a bit of a hiatus in there during um you know, quarantine last year, and uh, we felt it was best to, you know, just uh, take a second uh, and uh, revamp. But after yeah. I moved out here, we switched, you know, we used to record uh, all in the same room together with our guests and everything like that. Obviously, that mm-hmm. wasn't possible anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so we switched it up, bought new um, equipment, um, and now we, you know, do it all uh, remotely, uh, including our guests and everything from wherever they're recording from. Yeah, but, I mean, same yeah. here, man. We've been I, when I've been doing most of my podcast remote. When I did my wrestling show um, at Hofstra, we would do it, you know, at my house. My friends would come over. We would be be passed one microphone around between three people. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Don't do not recommend. Do not recommend doing that at no, all. No, no, it's no, not no. worth it. It's and eventually, it. eventually, it's like I'm a broke college kid. Eventually, I'll upgrade and I upgrade. And now, um, you know, I, I I since started a different podcast. You know, my my co-host was in Tennessee, which has since ended. And now, you know, since COVID started. Here I am with a loopable lava leap, lava lamp backgrounds on VMix. It's incredible, like <laughs> what the internet can do for you. Yeah, um, yeah, we have the technology. Well, I mean, yeah, and, you know, aside from uh, aside from the podcast, now we're doing the Twitch streams too. We're trying to branch out and produce different media within the brand of Pitch This. Um, but going back, um, like Justin said, you know, aside from pitching the names, all the wonderful names we had, potential candidates for our show name. Um, it kind of started off with me consistently sending stupid ideas to a group chat that included Justin. Um, Cause I mean, Justin and I knew each other at Hofstra for a couple of years. He obviously was very close to a lot of other theater kids who I was friends with as well. So we kind of eventually, you know, our paths were, were crossing several times, but um, I think at a certain point, I think the time I really knew you well was when I made you do that um, short film for me. I don't even know yeah, what was, it was, was for. I was going to bring it up. I was Great. Gonna bring it up. If you need anymore. B-roll, Will, I highly recommend no, this piece. No, you freaking dare. Um, oh, no. Send it. Send it. Cause if, if it's if it's anything podcast-related and we talk about it, I'll throw it over. That's just better content, baby. Send it my way. It, it, Send it, me it, a wee gigabytes. It has nothing <laughs> to do with the podcast, but it's just a short film i don't i still don't know what the assignment was but i'm just so glad i'm not I convinced that you actually had to do it for a class I think <laughs> you make me look like an idiot for, but, for a half hour there I'm, I'm gonna pretend it's running us b-roll but we had justin it was a, it had to be a silent film it couldn't have any dialogue so we made him do a really peppy dance and then make him look like the type of um like 
orientation, RA, like, orientation RA yeah. person, yeah. like, you know, that kind of high energy, which I was, and yeah, it was, that was the best part. And then we yeah, had him, for sure. uh, we had him return to his room and then just change his whole outfit. Cause perfectly enough, my roommate at the time has all death metal posters and stuff like that in his room. So we just stole one of his shirts, put on eyeshadow and lipstick and had him just like shred the entire room. Um, in the the two the paradigm of the paradigm shift of these uh, two characters within Justin, um, yeah. So I I also we're totally off the actual story of how pitch this was made, but I just randomly came across it on Dropbox like a few years later, and I was like, wow, I got to make sure this stays because it has it belongs in a museum at a some museum. point. Yeah, belongs um, in a museum. Yes, but back to the actual podcast stuff. Um, I just at one point shared that idea to the chat um which usually when i share an idea to the chat it's just like haha or adam are you okay like go get some help or something but justin actually reached out and said hey dude you know um i really like this idea um and i i don't necessarily want you to just let it go like if you're interested in doing something i'm in and that doesn't really happen often you know, having someone not just say like, this is a great idea, but also be like, I'm down to do it. Because for me, when I was in high school, like I got into television production because I did like a, a live version of like SNL at my high school. There weren't like a lot of mm. student led productions. And the only thing that made it work was that you had people who were interested in the work because you weren't, I couldn't pay them, but right. They did it because they loved it, and that's what made it so good. So to see Justin have an interest in the same idea that I, even you know, for a moment felt the passion for, um, made me more passionate about it, and led is has led to where we are now with the show. Um, so you know, we kind of did the planning. We met a few times and got the equipment, and then um, every week we would meet. Um, at first, it was at my apartment when I was still living in the city, but then. Um, it moved to Justin's apartment, um, and until you know, we kind of like like Justin said, we took a bit of a break, or a little bit after quarantine started, um, and since then we've been remote, uh, which also has its perks. Aside from uh, you know, there's always the Zoom delay thing that sucks, and it's yeah. it's hard to pick up on the social cues and everything. And we've tried to do the like everything we can to kind of remedy that. There's still those little things missing, but in a way, the production value has gone up. Um, in the show. So what, what was the hardest part when you first started, like those first three, four months where, you know, you, you were just getting started because you guys have natural chemistry. I, I can see it through my TV screen. Like you two just bounce off each other. Like, like you're playing handball at recess. Um, so like, what was, what was the hardest part of actually starting? Was it the tech tech side? Was it the editing side? Was it structuring the show? Lay it, lay it all out. What, 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 what made you not sleep at night? Uh, well, that was mostly the anxiety, uh, but that's a personal thing. Um, yeah, so we would, Adam and I would go out to the, the re uh, during recess and play handball and we would just, you know, pitch how we wanted kick to kick his ass. He would kick my ass a lot. I'm really bad at handball. Um, I, I think, I think, I mean, uh, Adam might answer separately because, um, you know, Adam does a lot more of the, the editing, uh, of the, uh, the audio and everything like that afterwards. So, you know, if we have, um, guests on that end up you know, having kind of shitty audio or, um, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reason, there's a lot of disturbance in the audio. Like that's Adam's hell that he has to deal with. And I'm like, how are you doing, bud? You know, and like, so that's all I'm doing <laughs> in the background. Um, but I think in the beginning, the main thing was, is that the only things that we knew is that we were going to write a script 
for each episode, you know, like I think everything else was like, you know, we wanted to do fun facts. We also at the time were like, I think in the first episode we started where we're like, the first segment is going to be news about like the entertainment industry in general. Um, and obviously that like didn't last because um, it was too much to, you know, put into one show. Yeah. So it was, mm -hmm. it was all just, I mean, it, it grew with us, but in the beginning we just had no idea what it was going to be other than the scripts itself. You know, I think like that, even like the first two episodes, I think we recorded the first two um, scripts we recorded with the same people, right, Adam? Like, yeah, we, we thought, set. we somehow thought that was going to be uh, a half hour to 45 minute show having a news segment, guests talking about the script, doing the script, and doing a game. We thought we were going to be able to, to fit all of that into one episode or, or something. The next um, thing you know, it's like 90 minutes in, you're like, shit. Yeah, we <laughs> way overproduced it. It was way too much. And like, that's the, that was the first thing to really, when, you know, every, every show pilot in a way sucks. Of course, like, as it should. As, as it, it should. should. I mean, it's, it's just, you don't know exactly what works until you really put it out there and you have the people doing it. And it's just like, you know, look how dry the office is and the, the U.S. office is in the first episode. Like, good Lord, imagine if that, if they were just like, this is fine. Let's do the whole series like this. Um, it, it just, it, that's what happens to pilots. They, they change. That's a good thing. So we eventually uh, we got rid of the news segment because also, you know, we want people to go back and listen to the older episodes, even though they, mm -hmm. even though the sound quality might be a little less to, uh, at par with the current ones, um, which is another thing, you know, we had to figure out and evolve. Um, we wanted to, you know, because they're so topical with the news segments. We didn't want that to be the first thing you oh, hear when yeah, you tune in. Wanna... Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to tune in and the first thing you hear is news be like, I don't think this is recent and then you're just not interested in it because it's not, it's not, you're not relating to it in any way. Um, Freddie Mercury has been dead for years. Yeah, I know. We still, I still regret reporting that on the first episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so we, that's something we got rid of and we tried to kind of just work around that because we also, uh, the fun facts too, was another big thing. We were kind of back and forth between, uh, you know, how much do we want to focus on the fun facts about, you know, the show that we're featuring in the script because I love the fun facts and sometimes it's, sometimes it's just a lot or it's, you know, it depends how long the script is or how long the game is. So it's, it's just kind of finding a balance now between every episode because every episode is just unique with the content that we're creating for it and also just the chemistry between us and the guests as well. Um, they, they all come into play with, you know, just how the show is going to play out in, in every segment now. Yeah, because I've been I've listened to a lot of podcasts for a lot of years, and yours is very unique. And I don't say that often about a lot of podcasts I talk to on here. Every now and then, someone will surprise me. But you have you have like um, this banter with your guests to start off, the screenplay, like they like the, pretty much it's like a trivia game. Um, what other segments do you have? Like, do you keep the same segments in every order, or do you switch it up? Like, do you do like a a segment every three episodes or is it kind of the same thing rinse wash repeat so we've had i mean there was for the most part we've uh fallen into uh i think the structure that's worked the show now where you know we come in uh av and i um riff in the beginning 
sometimes it's a hit or miss, <laughs> depending on whatever yeah. we talk, talk about. Uh, we bring the guests in, we talk with them. We found that that's a good way to also just break the ice with them in case they're a little, um, yeah. you know, quieter or anything like that. That's been good. Um, just talking about something random, right? Like there was, uh, we did our our Garfield furries episode, <laughs> which is my, might not be the best one to talk about. To, yeah, uh, sell this don't show, don't lead off of that. Well, no, no, because <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, we had, um, and just the, the the discussion in the beginning of it ended up being like the um, lo- logistics of money in the ghost world, and like what who's on the ghost dollar and who's on like the ghost five dollar bill and like mm-hmm. you know and everything like that random shit that had nothing to do with you know Garfield obviously, but by doing that, um, it you know got everyone into this flow that I think worked really well for the rest of the episode. Um, yeah. Then we have things like. Um, you know, so we have, you know, we have that, we bring in the guests, yada, yada, yada. We move into our regular facts, which we've kind of started to lovingly call the facts machine, mm-hmm. um, which Love is it. just, you know, a little bit of, you know, you know, general background um, of the, whatever we're talking about that day. And then we do the fun facts, things that people, you know, generally probably don't know about the production or like silly little things that we found out that we wanted mm-hmm. to share. Uh, then we move into the script itself. Um, or, well, now actually what we've started doing as well is, is we've started putting in a spot for where we hope uh, we'll eventually have uh, advertisements, but uh, we've been writing our own. Um, so I don't know if there was in the Blues Clues episode or not. I think maybe. Um, I think so. But, yeah, there should have been. Um, so we started doing those. Um, and then the script. Um, and then we have our guests uh, advertise for themselves, like whatever they're into, you know. Right. Um, Mugs course yeah little plugs stuff like that and then we do our little game at the end and all of that stuff was like stuff we had to figure out how you know it worked like we moved the the plugs before the game because we mm-hmm. were like okay no one's going to want to listen to plugs if they know that that's the last like there's nothing else uh, else left in the episode right yeah so we moved yep. them there so that people would listen to the plugs for the you know our guests and then you also get to listen to whatever the game the content uh, after that um, but even for our season finale, we, you know, we decided to switch it up because I talked to Adam and I said, hey, I think this script has a heavy hitting ending. I think because it's our season finale, the way that it ends is a nice like final note and send off in, uh, for the season instead of having the plugs and the game and everything like that. I think it's a stronger ending. Yeah. So but... we, we will change it up, you know, yeah. when when it feels right. But I think I think I speak for both of us when, I'm, when I say that like what it has evolved into structure wise we try to keep to each episode because it, we've started to find that that's what works, right? Yeah, I, I for me, yeah, for me, like I think the logic behind it is, um, you know, because we're here, we're here, the, the episode is typically named after whatever the script is called for it. So if we're going to talk about Blues Clues or SpongeBob or whatever, or unfortunately Furries and Garfield, um, <laughs> we want to lead off with the fun facts because then there's, I mean, this. Personally, from a production standpoint, um, there's not really too much of a point to talk about after doing the script. Like it kind of feels like we've done the big grand part of it. So the game is fun. I love doing the games. What we did when quarantine started was we did kind of like a video uh, live show, live show, which is it's on our Facebook, um, and it's also uploaded as a podcast episode for anyone who wants to listen. Um, but we did those live shows, and for the most part, they were just games. Um, because we have, you know, our get the people we have who we, we are, we also have the pleasure of calling our friends, uh, we have on as guests are just hilarious or they're so good with, uh, at improv and all this stuff. So the games are great. 
Um, so having that at the end of the show after the script read is just, I think, the perfect way to kind of like unwind from the episode. And it's still, I mean, I, I, I sometimes I hear praise specifically for the games because, or not because like the game went well, but, you know, Justin and I have done a pretty good job at making, coming up with these like original uh, game concepts too. Mm. Well, I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about that, but Will, do you have, I mean, I don't know if you had a segment later about talking about our games or not, if, or if we can chat about that, because that is something I wanted to bring up. No, throw it, man. Throw it down, man. Whatever, whatever you guys want to talk about. We can sidebar or if we want to sidebar. So that, <laughs> yeah. that, 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 I think that was my original question. Like, what other what other segments do you have? Right now, we're on the structure part of your podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next, we're going to host. I hope, hope I don't start a fight with the next segment, but we'll see what happens. So yeah, but Justin, Ooh, yeah, tell man. me. Other game, other games you got, other games you scrapped, other games you want to bring to the table. What do you got, man? Yes, I'm, I'm very interested. So I think when we're talking about segments, right, that we uh, that we do switch out, that's when we're talking about our games, right? Those are the ones that uh, definitely keep it a bit more like uh, different, you know, every every single episode. And there are definitely ones that we love and we've used a lot more. Uh, There's one that I came up with uh, called Letter Bashed, um, and. Uh, basically, what we do with that is um, we go to the popular um, uh, media rating site, Letterboxd. I, I don't know if you've heard it or not, um, but it's kind of like social media for rating movies and reviewing movies. Um, mm-hmm. And people go on there, you know, and you whatever, you leave reviews for things. And what we do is we go on and we take the very worst reviews for very popular <laughs> movies uh, like the, you know, it's it's half star to five star reviews. So we only take half star and one star reviews. Oh my God. <laughs> read them to our guests and we have them try and guess what the movie they're talking about is just based on the most shitty reviews. And for the record, sometimes the review is just, Jesus Christ, I fucking hate this movie. And that's the whole yeah, review. And we somehow it? have to decipher which film it well, is. Well, <laughs> that, that usually, so what we do is like with that one is it gets, it gets harder yeah. to easier. So like, right. um, and there's always a, there's always a subject, right? So like it, we try to like adhere to, so if we're doing like a superhero, like whatever the subject of that episode is, is a superhero thing. Like we might do the, you know, the subject of letter bash is only superhero movies, right? So at least you're like, you know, limited to certain things that you're thinking about, right? It's like, not like, you know, you also have to think about sports films and other things like that. You know, it's just, we'll tell you like what you're thinking of. So we do that one um, a decent amount. Uh, we, uh, I love um, uh, Madalogs is another one we do, uh, yeah. where basically it's like Mad Libs, where we take famous monologues from movies, take out keywords, and then ask our guests to replace them with adjectives, nouns, things like that. And then without them knowing what it's going to be. So like, they don't know like what the um, famous monologue is. Um, and then uh, Adam likes to run, Adam runs this one a lot and then he'll put it in and then send it to us uh, the whole, the whole monologue. And then we have to do a dramatic reading of that monologue um, <laughs> from, you know, whatever that is. I think uh, my favorite one yep. from this past season. Yeah. And you know, which one I'm talking about, <laughs> but we did, um, we did an episode about uh, punked. Remember punked? Yeah. Ashley Kutcher. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we did like, what if Punked was in like Victorian England? Um, oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna pause right there. Okay. How? Who came up with that? How, how do you think about? It? How do you? How do you take Blue's Clues and go? You know what? SVU. Who? Uh, who? That, who? Who are the two of you? Is the crazier one? Uh, that's a tough, <laughs> no, that's, that's a tough question. That's toughy. That's toughy. Cause there's a lot of times that Adam will just send me random shit in the middle of the day and be like, is this anything, you know? Um, I've been very good about like Adam will send me an idea and then I'll come up with a title for him. I know that's uh-huh. a few times that like that's happened. <laughs> um, and, uh, 
but it goes back and forth. We both have, you know, these ideas and we, we alternate uh, week, uh, episode by episode who writes the script. Okay. So it goes back and forth yeah. um, between us. Uh, so we share the responsibility that way. Um, Punked was me, I believe. Um, it was. was. Uh, but um, Well, you did... initially wanted to do a, um, uh, an, an episode oh, of yes. Punk with the game because it was right around when it came out, Cyberpunk. And you just sent me the name. You're just like cyberpunk. And I, I replied. Else. I replied, and I said, "That's a funny name, but is there any actual meat to that store to that idea?" And you're like, "I'll come back. I'll come back to you on that." <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of changed that one up. Well, because we ended up doing the cyberpunk episode separately, and yeah. then uh, and then we wanted. To, I still wanted to do a punked episode, so I, I came up with the you know, what if it took place in Victorian England? Yeah. So that's. I mean, that is the big thing. Like Adam said earlier, a big uh, part of that is our what if, right? Like we right. we literally just say like, what if you know Foster's Home also took in fan fiction, um, and like you know stuff like that for Foster's Home for imaginary friends, right? Like, um. The finding that what if finding name was a film noir in the first season. We also one of my favorite concepts was what if um, Elle Woods from Legally Blonde was a vampire hunter um, and stuff like that. So like we did Legally Blade. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, incredible. That's, that's all the incredible. best names. So yeah. sometimes sometimes it starts with the title. You know, there's times that also Adam has sent me like a title and I'm like, okay, but is there anything to that? And he's like, no. And they were like, okay, so let's like go back. And I do the same thing, right? Yeah. So sometimes it starts with the title. Sometimes it's literally just one of us being like, hey, I'd love to do an episode about how I met your mother, or I'd love to do an episode about this. And then we'll think of the concept afterwards just because it's something that we want to talk about. What if you do like a crossover of like the Godfather and the Little Rascals called Little Godfather? That's great. Yeah. There's something great. there, you know? We haven't done either of those things yet for yeah. sure. So we've already started, you know. <laughs> Mob about- Boss Alfalfa. <laughs> there you go that's great love it um, okay so you guys you guys split the writing um just takes one week adam takes the other week okay i answer my next question so you as you as hosts because when anytime there's a podcast with two main hosts someone has to take lead someone needs to be the first mic and someone else has to be the second mic i mean you guys can share the power and switch off each 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 um each episode but like who takes lead who takes charge um, well, the way, I mean, like Justin said, you know, because we alternate on the script, we've kind of, we, we also alternate on the game. Those are like the two big segments in the show, aside from the fun facts. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever's, whoever wrote the script is typically going to be, um, well, in the past we've had that, you know, they also do the, get the fun facts and they share the fun facts and all that stuff. Um, they're also usually reading the stage directions for the script and actually acting in the script mm, right. just because they, you know, while we read it, we're, you know, that person is kind of directing our cast because we don't really have a chance to do a read through prior to the taping. Cold. Yeah, we, yeah, we try to, and it's good to keep it cold because sometimes we write just extremely shocking things that we cannot live without seeing the person read it live to us and react yeah it's it's so genuine to get that reaction from people sometimes right like i mean think with our our last episode too like adam was like i don't want to read this ahead of time i was like that's for the best i think and like because of that sometimes you know depending on the script like that also gets us these really beautiful moments of people that will read something you know funny that we wrote and then break right and sometimes the breaks are even funnier than like what we wrote um, but we I had I had to make a I made a person recently read the line uh, "big fat donk." 
I enjoyed I enjoyed watching him say was, that. Yeah, for that was Bowser. That was Bowser from Smash Bros. Yeah, having the person. The Smash Bros. episode. Uh, yeah. If Smash Bros. was a dating game. Yeah. Um, Oh my God! We uh, but so I think I mean that goes back to our structure thing, right? And the evolution of it. We we have figured out w- which parts of the episodes uh, the two of us are better at leading, right? So like right. for the most part, uh, Adam brings in the show, you know, every time. Well, welcome back to Pitch This Podcast, you know, and like everything like that, and then I jump in, um, you know, right after that. Um, things like I do, so I do the research for the fun facts now, but I, uh, you know, somewhere in the uh, towards the beginning of season two i think um uh i told you know like adam said we used to do it where the person who wrote the script um did the did the fun facts as well you know and just kind of controlled that episode and then whoever didn't write the script did the the um the game for that week so we do also like alternate who runs the game um but um that being said i said you know i told adam i said hey listen i you know just listen to some of our old episodes i think that the Episodes where you do the fun facts during the fun facts are stronger. Um, and so I said, why don't we split this responsibility? I'll do the research every week for the fun facts, but I think it's better for you to read it. Um, and I mean, I don't, I, I think, I think that's been the best way to go. Excuse, oh my God, excuse me. Um, so far uh, with how that's, you know, the, how that is. And that's another thing that's developed from the beginning. It wasn't, you know, always like that, but we figured it out. And so he usually leads the the fun facts, and then whoever you know wrote the script leads the script, and then whoever did the game leads the game. I'll say too, you know, part, a, a big part of um, changing that part of the format was, um, you know, I we can't as we can't really do too much collaboration in terms of actually editing the show, especially since we're remote now. Um, so I've I've been the person to do the editing of the show mm-hmm. so sometimes that is you know way more time consuming than the pre-planning or the recording and everything like that um For so sure. uh justin was also kind of helping me take a load off by um taking on the fun fact research for the show as well um but uh the we can talk more about post-production later on but that was that was also another key reason for uh you know changing that part of the format. I think, I think it helps too. And it definitely has a good, uh, format too. I think, I think part of my dynamic with Justin is that I am, um, a talking rock and Justin is, uh, Justin has, just has that a lot of more energy than I do. I think, I think we have different forms of humor in how we, uh, just in, in how we interact and just in, in our basic way of speaking. Um, so I think when we find the way of, communicate with each other and you know frankly aside from the script and the game what not even the game like i guess aside from the script the rest of the show is in a way it's improv it's like right. a it's a hybrid of improv and scripted comedy uh which is one of the, my favorite things about, about it um so justin and i definitely have a a funny dynamic with that because sometimes i'm just like good god where the hell am i and justin is just like ready to ride the furry train back home yeah, you know me. Most nights, and most not nights. to toot not to toot our own horn, I guess. But I mean, Will, going back to what you said about us being a, you know, I, I, I think I, I agree with you. I, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, um, why I'm proud of our show is that I think that it's pretty unique uh, in what it is. Um, but I mean, one of the things as well is that I think that it's hard to say that one of us is first or second mic. You know, we we've uh, kind of developed this way of reading each other for the most part. Yeah. Um, and you know it's always difficult with different guests you you have to you know like adam and i know uh our mannerisms pretty well now but like yeah you know having a new guest on every week is also like challenging because you don't know um 
you know, we've, there have been certain like games and scripts where we, I, I mean, I've, I know both of us have written or planned differently because we know the type of person that we're having on. Right. So like yeah. maybe, you know, maybe Mad Libs isn't the right game for this person that we're having on this week. Cause they're not, you know, um, their strong suit isn't that, but we know another game that, you know, would bring that, uh, whatever it is out of them. Um, and yeah, so I don't know if that answers your question. I think, I think we're pretty equal in, in you know, how it goes. And like Adam said, it's very I- improvised. No, that's yeah. perfect. That, that's, that's very hard to pull off because you got to keep your ego in check. Um, like I need this, I'm going to go back to my wrestling podcast too. Like I, I was first, Mike, you know, I came up with the idea, <laughs> my original co-host only last 10 episodes and here we are six and a half years later um, with these different people. So when I was lead, like, you know, we would butt heads to be like, well, no, like this is this is my show, like this is my thing. Then eventually, after a few little while, I stepped down, and then Ricky, who was virtually the second mic, became first mic. So I I follow his lead, like you know, I follow his outline. He leads the show and does all his thing. So it can be very hard to kind of just make that mix. But the fact that you guys just split responsibility like that, it's I'm gonna keep using the word impressive because I mean, and you guys are friends. So it's, it makes even things well, it's not, harder. Let's not go too far. Yeah, <laughs> All right, fine. Your biz, your uh, your business associates. Let's put <laughs> yeah, it that that's way. Fine. That's fine. Yeah. But let's, yeah. let's let's pivot on to your guests because this opens a whole new can of worms. Because it's almost like you guys kind of create this world of like kayfabe with this like we you know this hidden world, but you got to bring your guests in, make sure they're kind of in on the bit. So, how do you prep your guests? I'll say this, the one thing that really helps us, and sometimes we do tailor a show or we try to make a show out of nothing just off the fact that we know a certain guest is a huge fan of like something. Right. Like I think, I think in the most Rick. recent case, yeah. Like oh, never mind. We ha- well, yeah, no, I, that's the best, no, that's the best example we have. If you listen to our survivor episode, which is survivor Sesame Island um, from season one, um, <laughs> our, our friend, uh, Brett Savoy is the biggest Survivor fan. Like, mm-hmm. it's so crazy that I bet with Justin prior to the episode, and we had the, you know, the competition happen on the episode that Brett could name any, any winner, and I even think any runner up from any season on Survivor. Wow. And, and he did. Like, Justin just rap, like, after like we reached the threshold of the bet, he just kept rattling them off and just, and Brett just, knows them so it's it's a situation like that where we know someone is like a huge fan or like we'll ask someone to come on and we ask them like are you a fan do you know anything about star wars like if we're gonna we're not gonna have someone on for like a big thing like star wars or marvel like if they don't if you don't know that stuff you're not going to you're probably just not going to have as much fun with it because you're not relating to the, the the base of the script um so we try to make sure we at least bring on the guest but if the guest says i'm not into this but i'm into this like Brett would say, like, I'm into Survivor, or I knew that already. We'll make, we'll try to make the episodes that, because we know once we have that person on to talk about Survivor or to like play out like the way that the episode is, we know they're going to have so much fun with it because that's just, they probably like fantasize about being on the actual show themselves, you know? Right. And, or, and then there's times where we strike gold. Like Justin did a Blues Clues script, and our two guests just are huge blues clues fans and they just had so much to talk about it um and that's that's that was that was necessarily we didn't we didn't really like establish that beforehand with them like we we just wanted to do that was one of the episodes like we were saying earlier where we came up with the concept and said okay we're definitely doing 
And we just figured enough people, you know, have general knowledge of Blue's Clues that, you know, whoever we have on will be able to push through with that one particularly, right? Like Survivor's a little bit more risky. You can't, like, you know, not everyone watches Survivor as popular as it is. Um, But like Blue's Clues, like generally you at least know, you know, what it is and, you know, everything like that. It just so happened that, you know, we happened to find two fucking Blue's Clues, like, uh, connoisseurs yeah. uh, that knew so, so much, like almost more than I did. And I had to do research on the show, you know, um, which happens sometimes. And it's really, it's really beautiful when it does happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a big part of it for sure. Definitely. A lot of research has to go into that. And they're probably sitting back like, I, I got to do more, more research. I mean, you know, I'm shocked that Brian Codina knew, knew that much about Blue's Clues. Um, but if you ever got Lost, Prison Break, Lord of the Rings, or um, The Simpsons, I'm your guy. Oh, I'm your you. guy. <laughs> Listen, I can go off. Lord of the Rings will definitely happen someday. We, that's something, like, I think that keeps slipping my mind personally. The thing with The Simpsons, it's just like, what can we do that they haven't done? Like, yeah, once, that's true. Once, like, we need to know enough about The Simpsons to say, like, I am confident that if I write this script, it will that The Simpsons will not put out an episode that is exactly this within the next two weeks before the podcast right. comes out. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's that's the hard thing of The Simpsons, but definitely those other ones, definitely Lord of the Rings. That will have to happen one. Yeah, day. I mean, if we do Lord of the Rings, we're going to do it movie by movie. There's no, I mean, like, yeah, it, it, you have to, and we'll put out director's to, cuts that are like five hours. Yeah, than yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. We'll <laughs> the director's cut, yeah. the director's cut where we talk. The sort of third movie we don't talk about Saruman, but when the director's cut, we just talk only about Saruman. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So, how do you? How do you find your guests? Because a lot of these people, I'm assuming, are people you know or friends, but you know, and a reoccurring guest. But eventually, that well is going to run dry. Then what? Well, we've we've you know, uh, Adam and I are not again not to toot our own horns, but we're pretty social people and right. uh, know a decent amount of people. Um, so that's been it, it helps when we overlap for sure of someone that we know, right? Because going into it. Um, we both know those people, um, and yeah. we tend to be, you know, the interactions a bit better, but there are plenty of times that, you know, it might be someone that I know, uh, specifically, or that Adam knows specifically that I'm not, you know, uh, as familiar with, um, and those episodes, it, you know, it takes a second to find where our groove is there. Cause obviously not all of us know each other. Um, mm-hmm. so that's been, that's been the nice thing so far, you know, we're 50 episodes in and like, we don't, you know, I like, here's the thing if this podcast ever gets to a place that is so successful that we can have you know like you know name like big names on and stuff so like, like barney yeah. or james bond yeah yeah, yeah. Like james bond could come on yeah none of none of the james bond actors james bond himself no 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 james mr mr bond mr bond james Bale, bond barry bonds barry bonds, barry bonds. Um, from the that's, that's always a follow-up question like who's a dream guest uh well that's what i'm saying so like Oof. if we you know like I told Adam in the beginning of this, I was like, you know, if I saw this getting to the peak of what it is, imagine doing a Lord of the Rings episode that we wrote, you know, um, with Elijah Wood, you know, like as, as, you know, like getting to, you know, and then of course we wouldn't, you know, cast him as Frodo, he'd be someone else. Um, (laughs) So that's, that's what I'm saying, right? That that would be incredible. Um, You gotta, you gotta do like a, like a a spinoff where like you do a, you do a a spinoff of Lord of the Rings and Wilfred. So Elijah yeah. Wood, <laughs> Elijah Wood's or or the dog. Um, Spy Kids three in Lord of the Rings. Oh my god! <laughs> he, he died for two seconds. So we're just dies. gonna 
So when we get Elijah Wood on, we're just going to do a, a culmination of all of Elijah Wood's uh, material, and we're just going to call it Into the Elijah into Woods. Into the Woods, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just it's just Frodo and Wilfred walking through the, the forest looking for Tom Bombadil. Because <laughs> Wilfred's like, no, I swear he exists. And Frodo's like, no, he's not. Shut up. And they go find him. It's going to be the Elijah Woods uh, crossover event of the century. That's all I'm saying. There it is. There. Mark, mark your calendars. All right. The, the multi-woods. Yeah. Multi so Elijah Wood, dream guest, love it. Um, so how much, how much time goes into one episode from idea? Whereas, okay, this is a great idea. Let's start writing it out. Let's record, let's edit, let's distribute. How, what's that whole process like? I hope it's not 10 months. No, no. I mean, for, you're talking about for one episode, right? One episode, one episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could happen, you know, it could be an idea that we had months ago and just never like fully baked it, or it can be something mm -hmm. that we're just like, I mean, I've had an idea. And two days or a day or a day before the show, I'm very chaotic. So like, I'll have an idea and then a day or two before the show, I'll just be like, I don't like this. And I throw it out and we just change the whole, the whole thing. The thing is too, like sometimes bookings come down, can come down late just because people's schedules are all over the place. Um, I mean, going back to the thing about uh, briefly about the, the guests is that, you know, a lot of these people are um, either they're from Hofstra or they're people that Justin worked with while like in New York. Um, acting so they're also actors they're also there's there's their schedules are, are kind of all over the place too um i will say the one another nice thing on the other side of that is that we kind of make friends with whether we knew them at like a little bit or, or not at all like we've made like amazing friends like our 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 quote-unquote third guest our third uh co-host Jeannie hagman like i didn't know who she was but she's like one of my favorite people now um after having her on even just like once um and like, I know Brian Kudina and Justin, I think, are a lot closer uh, friends after the times that he's been on. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. But going back to the planning, um, you know, it could take, we kind of give ourselves like the week to really put it all down and, you know, write the script um, in that, ep and then in that week we record it. Um, and then I kind of, for me on my end, I kind of crash the post-production within this, like the weekend. Like I'll try, I mean, I'll probably need more than one day because we also do, we do it now with, um, ISO mics, you know, we tell people mm. record your, record your, um, your kit, your microphone, um, separately, send it to me so I can now work. I have more Liberty editing. It's, it's yeah. my favorite. That's my favorite thing about doing this remotely is the Liberty of editing it and making sure just like it all, it's all cohesive. It makes sense, um, between every person, especially when there's a delay. Um, I can kind of tweak that. Um, but, but I will say, yeah. I mean, you remember, I mean, it, it, especially season one, when we started the show, we were doing an episode a week. And that was wild. How we, how we even, I, I don't know how we didn't just end it all doing that because that was um, crazy. You know, like the amount of stuff that we were doing, the amount of research, like we thought it would be fine, you know, because we were switching off weeks of who was writing, right? So like, right. even though we were doing an episode a week, you we really only writing two scripts a month. But with our, you know, yeah. our lives and like everything like that, it was just too much. And one of the biggest yeah. things was, was um, specifically was booking guests, you know, like yeah. having people every single week. So we've gotten now, you know, now we release every other Monday, um, our, uh, our episode, and it's become a lot less stressful um uh than than before i i will say i feel like there's a lot less work to be done before the episode quite honestly nowadays yeah. because it because it runs so you know like our our, our system of doing it yeah. runs so smoothly that now it's just like coming up with the concept 
making people are booked what game are we doing that's it you know like and then you know usually we try we record either like a friday or a monday um but uh, everything else everything else is afterwards with adam editing and uh my uh you know i, I write the um for, for the most part I write the um the fake ads. yeah ads that we've been doing yeah. uh that's that's post um, and the sound effects for the script sound effects oh, that's yeah, the first that's, thing that's I thing. Yeah. yeah that's the first thing i'll edit is i'll make sure all the uh you know, just the linear editing, just the voices and all that stuff and all the takes we we choose to keep are in. I send that straight to Justin. He will then listen through it and decide. He'll basically basically produce all the sound effects for it. Instrumentals, any other fun like sounds we, should, we think will add to the comedic effect and also just make it more immersive. It's something that uh, Justin's definitely wanted to do for a long time, but it was definitely something we could not do because it was hard enough to produce an episode a week um, when we were doing it every week. Um, so at, once we once we got to a place where we were comfortable doing it remotely, it was definitely something where I said, you know, I I'm I'm all for it, but I don't I just cannot conceptualize myself having the time to edit the entire show and um, also do the sound effects. So he's like, that's fine, I'll I'll do it. So I send that to him. I continue the rest of the edit. He sends that to me with just like time codes with every sound effect. He sends me all the files. I bring it in. I just copy, I just go down that list and it all it all makes sense. It's really it's really a kind of a well oiled machine with barely any hiccups. Um, and then I just finished the rest of the show, which I usually give, give myself the weekend to do, um, which is sometimes not enough time. But I also want to make sure I listen back to the episode at least once or twice before I put out like the fine cut for Justin wow. to publish. And like one of my favorite things is like, you know, he'll send me the, he'll send me the final cut before we actually publish. But like I, you know, Adam, there's a lot of times, too, that like, you know, I'll send Adam all the sounds and everything like that. But like a lot of it's just like me you know, playing, you know, <laughs> playing our, our audio on one side of my screen and like, you know, a YouTube video mm -hmm. on another side to like try and be like, okay, is this the sound I'm going for? Yada, yada, yada. So I'll send everything to Adam. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll admit that I don't know how to do all the audio, you know, engineering and stuff like that. Like, that's all Adam. So like, I, I'm just more, of, I, you know, I do the creative stuff, but I once, you know, sit down, a lot of the stuff is just not me. So when I get to hand my stuff to Adam and I say, this is how I would love for this script to sound. And then he gives it back to me and it just is that way every single time i'm like this is awesome like I, yeah. i'm so happy to hear like you know it's so fun to hear it um as a more produced you know show and what adam sure. can do with that is incredible not in that it's just such it's such a big weight off your shoulders because like i wish i had someone else here in my apartment help me do this because like, i'm doing all this live switching all this audio all by myself there's like this like this is like a job of three people to yeah, do man. so like I, 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 I do have editors. I'm gonna hand this off to like our business partner who handles all of our editing, who has like a professional studio and everything. It's like I could do it, but it's like I have more interviews to do. I got my nine to five job to do. I have so many things, other things I have to do. This guy has equity in our company, so he's gonna do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's 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 helpful. Everyone needs an Adam. Everyone needs an editor. <laughs> I will say uh, the other crazy thing about when we were still both living in New York City. Cause I lived, I lived in New York City for um, like a year. I lived in Washington Heights, mm -hmm. um, my El Suenito while I was there. Um, so yeah, I even gentrified the, the main word from the film. But um, I, when we were doing that, we, was, oh, we were right next to each other. We were like, a, we were a subway stop away from each other. So we met, we would have the people come to either of our apartments and record. But 
um, at a certain point, I moved out. I moved to Long Island. So I was now taking the, the railroad and the subway to get home, which was uh, from my oh, work was like an lot. hour and a half. A yeah. from Justin's apartment was basically a two-hour commute. And this is – we would record on Wednesday night. So I would go from work. I didn't know when work would end. Um, and we also had to make sure our guests could get there on time. So we had to have kind of a later recording. Yep. I would get home at like at like – I don't know, midnight or something. And then I'd have to go wake up early again for the next day. So it was a grind, but it was like, it, I mean, it really, I didn't realize it until like later on, but I was like, this is what they mean by like a hustle. Like, this is like, this is like really like working hard to do something because you care about it. And I, I never think about it as, it's kind of like you said in the beginning, like put this on your resume. Like, I don't, I don't really think about it as like, this is the, at the grade of being on, their, on a resume, but especially comparing our last season to our first season or the first episode ever like you can hear the difference of how it's evolved in terms of quality and content and everything um there's just a lot of things to be proud about for it for sure um but it's and that that makes it worth the grind it's just caring about the work yeah i mean it's it's a job it's it really is a legitimate job you guys yeah. both have a bunch of extra things to do it's a well-oiled machine like you said and you know, there's just more responsibilities. But is it really? Is it just you two, or is there like a third silent partner you've been keeping from me this whole time? Alcohol. Ah, oh, that's a great partner. <laughs> yep. Shots, shots, baby. I mean, so, generally, we will bring on like a drink or something. You know, sometimes during the show, um, to yeah. like, or especially when we, you know, we uh, we stream now, we'll, we'll have a drink or something like that while we do it. But. Um, you know, not we're not like it's not like we're trash during the during the show. But it one, one time I drank a little too much, and I was like starting to slur my words, and I was like, I don't think this is good audio anymore. But and, uh, was, and then there was the Foster's Home episode I told you about. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, right. Yeah, that was wonderful. Um, yeah, listen, well, here's the thing: I live in California, and weed is legal. I'm going to start by saying that, right? All right. So, um, here's the thing: I uh, was having trouble sleeping. Uh, my roommate Jared works for a dispensary. Um, and I said, Jer, I I'm having trouble sleeping. Can you, uh, get me something? And he brings me home these, you know, these edibles. Um, but they're <laughs> mostly just like sleep aids. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was like, here's the thing. Uh, it, this takes like two hours to kick in. Um, so like, you know, take it way before you're planning on going to bed. So we're doing this Foster's home episode. Uh, I had to get up early the next day. So I was like, all right. Our episode recordings are usually just about an hour and a half. You know, I'm going to take it right before. So that way, as soon as we're done, I can just hopefully knock out and go to bed. Um, that motherfucker lied to me or my body is very unique because they kicked in in about an hour. And the last half hour of that episode oh, is man. absolutely wild to me. <laughs> oh, God. I could not stop laughing at every single thing people said. It was wild. Um, and I will never do that again. Um, hey man, it happens. I'll I'll tell you a story off air. <laughs> it, it happens to the best of us, not on a podcast, but uh, it happens. It happens. I'll just leave it at that. It happens. <laughs> um, so with all the work that goes into the show, is that a reason why you guys do a season format? Just kind of give yourself a break, get a few episode head start, because a season format for a podcast can be it it can it can break your podcast because you build up an audience, a following. And then even if they know a season's coming, their attention spans is whoo, gone. Yeah. That, that no, was, but yeah. That but, no, that, that was my biggest fear of uh that's always my fear when we're uh in the middle of um uh, a small break like this. Um but 
the thing that I'm trying that we're, we're constantly trying to do is, you know, kind of diversify our mm-hmm. content on different platforms. So we're, we're, you know, we were on break for a little bit, but we're kind of coming back now on Twitch, uh, which we wanted to do earlier on. We kind of took a break from that, but we're trying now to come back on Twitch and do like a weekly stream with just like random games that can let us still be funny and uh, produce contents for our social media. Cause that's the, that's the best way of reaching out to people and, and getting new listeners. And the hard thing with podcasts- Keeping the name relevant. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, with a podcast, it's hard to, you know, unless unless we're doing like what you're doing with the setup with uh, all the visual stuff, um, you know, it's hard to kind of put out social media content that will grab people's attention if it's just audio, even Mm -hmm. if you visualize the waveforms, unfortunately. So doing the Twitch streams are, are, are a great way of kind of diversifying the media. And then we try to also come up with like original- TikTok ideas. For the longest time in season one, uh, one of our sign-offs was uh, TikTok is on the way. And uh, people didn't believe me, but it happened. We do actually have it, yeah. I think I think the season break, um, you know, we, we, yeah, one of the things is that, you know, we, we do need, while this, you know, we love, both of us, we love doing this, but it is something that, you know, we do for free. Um, yes. And, you know, doesn't bring us uh, any money so far so so the thing is is that you know it it is a lot of our personal time and everything that, that we put into it and uh until you know until it maybe does you know man it'd be awesome if you know someday it does get to a place that yeah. you know we can monetize and and spend more time on it right yeah then then the need for a season break might be less or even just um you know, we, we won't need to do it anymore, but I think at this point also, which is, you know, Adam has, uh, August off from his work. So he travels. Um, so it, it, it works out for us and it lets us also rejuvenate ourselves yeah. <laughs> and come back with just like fresh faces yeah. for another yeah. season. If we take a few weeks off, you know? Yeah. Well, we, you guys, you guys took the words right out of my mouth because my next question was, okay, so how can you keep the audience engaged and relevant? And you go right to a Twitch stream. Um, and I did watch a putt putt stream, at least most of it. Um, because I was <laughs> like, okay, I was looking through your videos. I was like, okay, Lego Star Wars, and that's great. But, oh, putt putt, hell yeah! Like I was really like yelling, at you guys, no, 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 grab the hot chocolate. Grab, you're gonna need it. Grab it because I know that game inside and out. It's like the Center team is. I, I will say I'll do that on purpose. I did that on purpose. Was not take the cheese squiggles early. Oh, because I knew God. people were gonna be like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. You need that. You'll need that for later. It's it like works. watching a horror film. It's like it don't go in there. Like take the cheese squigglies. He's yeah. gonna murder you. It worked. I was just like, you gotta do all this. And like, um, now there, there were there were a few tech issues, but that's just that's just gonna happen mm. when you do live yeah. entertainment. Like yeah. if if I'm having tech issues right now when we're pre-recorded, um, but I'm figuring it out and I'm solving them. Um, but how do you how do you stream? Like what what software platforms do you use? Because that's that's what I was wondering. Because we could go live with this setup right now, but I'm always curious how other people do it. Granted, this setup right now is not cheap. Yeah. Um, so when we were doing not, so not about Twitch, but when we were doing, um, our live shows early on in the pandemic, um, the Panda Express, we were doing, uh, I think it was called StreamYard, which is a very simple, easy, like user-friendly system that let you just, you know, kind of like signing onto a zoom call, but then you can also put a picture up and you can change the layout of everyone's cameras and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was, that was an easy way for us to kind of just do something, Cause we were kind of just like, we gotta do something like Justin was still yeah, in New York. Yeah. Um, or he was, you might, you might have been I was back down home, in South actually. Carolina. Yeah. By the time we were doing the, the live shows, I was down in South yeah. Carolina staying with my parents when the whole, um, Panini 
you know, yeah. it's in full kick. So, so we didn't have the optics for, um, you know, the platypus time. So we're trying to figure out all that stuff. So we're doing that. The StreamYard thing was a very quick, easy way. I think Justin actually found it through a friend. Um, and then when we started doing Twitch streaming, we, I was using Twitch Studio, another mm. very user-friendly way of just putting on your cameras, putting on, um, like I, put, I had a Zoom call for, of just Justin, and I used that as his camera input on, yep. the, on the Twitch stream. Um, and then, and I, I had in the back of my mind the whole time was OBS, but I just didn't have the time to, te- to learn it. Um, and I put the game on, simple, easy peasy. Highly recommend it for anyone who just is trying to get started, just so they can understand and get a good feel with, you know, streaming and if they like streaming and if they, you know, want to keep doing it. Uh, eventually though, once we took the break from Twitch, I, I started sitting down and kind of playing around with OBS. Um, and there's a lot more stuff you can do. You can add frames to your, you, know, you can download like, um, PNG, like, animated frames for yourself, put in the cameras, you can uh, crop your Zoom call so it looks better and there's not yep. the weird frame around it. Um, yeah, so we're on OBS now. I think that's that's a really easy way of getting um, on. It's really, it, it can look daunting, but in all honesty, it's pretty easy to, to learn and, it's, and figure it's, out. It's also pretty user-friendly. Like we we use OBS um, for the wrestling podcast. The program used right now is vMix, which is like OBS plus plus mm-hmm. on steroids. <laughs> There's so many different things I can do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, see, I like OBS. There's nothing, I like OBS. Um, so streaming is a good idea. Would you ever want to do the podcast to be live with video? Or you want to, would you want to incorporate a video aspect into the actual podcast? Look, like, what are your future goals for Pitch This? Oh, okay. I'll I'll say this. I I don't think. I mean, after doing the live shows, it's it's a bit hard to have the same quality as when Adam has the ability to to edit. Right. Yeah, right. Like, I agree. I think that the final product is much more marketable, much more listenable. Um, when it's edited rather than like when we have the the live shows you know yeah. and like the live shows they had their merit like they were very fun um and stuff like that but you're right like there's also um more of a chance for things to go wrong and like you know then you have to be like fuck it you know we're, we're live and just figure it out and that can be fun but also you know is much more strenuous um what i'll say something that i've really wanted to uh get started for a while is finding um, an animator of some yeah. sort um, to basically do um, like animated bits for some of the things, like for some of our uh, scripts or for some of the bits that we talk about on the show. Um, like just yeah. like, you know, short three to five minute things that we could put on like YouTube um, that are just like, you know, animations of us either talking or like um, just the worlds that we create in the bits that we talk about and stuff like that, like like the ghost money one that, you know, just got into this, like, whole world-building thing that we weren't expecting um, that I think would be really funny to have a visual over. But I, I think, like, an animated something like that would be more interesting than just us, you know, on screen. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the next step. I, as, as much as I would love to have more content, more visual content, I think um, the quality of the podcast would be in jeopardy. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's an, ed- it is an edited show. That's just, that's just what it is. Um, 
And I think, uh, you know, it, the, the live, live show was fun. There were definitely the hiccups as well. Um, but for sure, um, we've also in the past, we've tried to meet a, like a deadline. We tried to say, like, let's actually consciously try to record within an hour or an hour 15. And then we're not just, you know, it's, the problem is that we're not just like it's in the back of our mind the whole time as we're trying to have fun and not think about it. Um, and then, you know, we, we allow less opportunity for those amazing, hilarious moments to present themselves because we're trying to move on to the next thing, next segment or the next fun fact. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> it costs us more time in our day. It costs us more time in the edit in, in post, but it, it pays off in the final product because I now, I then get to select and highlight those funny moments in in the episode you know and i'm not saying like we cut out like you know tons of things sometimes we cut out just like a lot of we might cut out like a discussion that is just not relevant anymore in in, right. in everything else but um it's just a good way to make sure that those good moments are in there and you know sometimes we have we always search for a good cold open um for the top of the show as well so that's all that usually comes from some part within the episode recording not just like a discussion before the actual recording um so there's a lot there's just a lot of steps to it and leaving it open-ended um so that we can then cut it down is i think more beneficial to us all right love it guys um i'm very excited for what's next for your podcast i'm very excited for season three by the time this episode of aps is released i'm sure season three will be out but until then where can they find you guys? This is the part where we all do the plugs and before I say goodbye. So, uh, Justin, the floor is yours. I'll kick off with you where they can find you on social, the show, and anything else you want to share. Oh, I'm going to pass this to Adam because this is how we do it on the show. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, pass it over, Adam. That's my mic, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're on social media. You can find us on um, on Instagram at PitchThisPod. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while. And you can find us on Twitter at Pitch. Underscore. This underscore pod and we're also on tiktok at pitch this podcast and you can find us on uh twitch at pitch this podcast as well link in bio and any of those accounts to check out the episode check out our twitch account to check out our game streams which are on youtube so find us there on all those things um and yeah that's all i gotta say all right, guys, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. If you are out there with a podcast of your own and want to be a guest on the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, head over to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com and head over to our services tab and book your appointment. You can be interviewed by myself, the founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solution, Jared Laverne, Hosh Lund, by the way, the CEO of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, or, or anyone else from our APS team. Just put it on the calendar. I'd love to talk to you. Talk about your podcast and what we do. As you can see here, we have a lot of fun. It helps. I know these two. Um, being from college, you can find me and all my shenanigans at Will Tarashuk, T and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K on the gram, Facebook when I post. And then, um, yeah, most important place is APS um, podcast on Instagram and ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com for all of our services, all of our shenanigans, and all of our fun. Uh, we'll be back next time with a brand new podcast to talk to and possibly, just maybe, a brand new host. But until then, ladies and germs, we'll keep you next time. And check out the Pitchers podcast. They're fucking amazing. Thank you for listening to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. If you want your podcast featured on the show, reach out to us at info at APSpodcast.com. You can find more content from all of our APS partners over at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. If you liked this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button 
and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Want to find out more about our guests? Check out the description or anywhere across our social media channels for all of their links and information. Check out our YouTube channel for this and all featured podcast clips and more. This podcast was hosted, produced, and distributed by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. We'll see you next time.